0: Today we are talking about so much nerd news. We're talking about Bullseye, Silver Samurai, Echo, Alec Baldwin, Aaron Taylor Johnson drama. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're talking about James Gunn and Chris Pratt. We're doing a Bad Batch recap and a Last of Us recap today. So thank you guys. And if you're new here, thank you for joining us. And if you're old, thank you for staying with us. We love you so much. (laughs) Um, but before we get into all of that, as usual, I just
1: want to know, Kyra, how was your week? Um, wow. My week, again, January is just the longest month of my life. I think everybody's life. It's been warmer though, so like, I can't really complain. It's true. But like, true. it feels very Seattle right now. Again, I know I bring this yeah. up every time. Like, we're just in forks, you know, in our imagination. That's what I keep telling myself because now I'm almost as pale as a vampire, so... It does look like fucking It forks is forks out. out there. You don't look pale. I oh man. Maybe it's
0: the lighting in this room. Yeah, it's
1: your like lighting glow. is doing us or <laughs> doing me justice. <laughs> But, um, so I realized this past week I got a notification, um, it's been, it was the anniversary of us starting the podcast, <gasps> posting wow. it the other day, oh my God. and I was like, it's been that long already? It's been, yeah, it's, it's, it's nuts. How
0: many years? Three. three?
1: Dang! It does not feel like three, because what was even that first COVID year anyway, you know? If
0: you want to send us anniversary presents, <laughs> send them to P.O. Box. <laughs> 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 no subscribe to our patreon yeah. if you want to give us an anniversary present yeah. that's so exciting you can
1: tip us on youtube now
0: oh tip us on youtube that's the new thing there you, you guys
1: go. if you're not really into the patreon or those like extra random episodes we do which are so fun you guys are really missing out because it is fucking hilarious Love House of we are unchained we're off the fucking walls um it's just it's a good time and we don't hold back so if you ever wanted to know our personal gossip in our life Or some rumors around Chicago service industry. Yeah, you should probably listen to that.
0: And those will definitely be deleted if we get hit any sort of popularity because names are
1: named. Names are dropped. Yeah, we got it. We're going to get sued. First, last,
0: social media handle, phone number.
1: Rod, if you have any of these downloaded, just know we will find you and we will make you delete them.
0: Yeah, he's going to (laughs) eventually like... Use it as blackmail in the future, I'm
1: sure. No. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm I'm a little stoned right now, you guys, so I'm having a stone thought, but I think we should one day, once we're like huge on YouTube and just doing this for like full time, write a book about the story. I have yet to read a story about like people starting a podcast during a pandemic and then just like doing it, you know? What
0: like do you mean? It, it would be
1: like a satire, like funny story. Like just the ins and outs of like doing it, you know, like two server bartenders turned podcasters Podcasters. losing their job in the pandemic, just like getting fucking drunk and talking about Spider-Man like should be funny.
0: That's true. That is what we do. Yeah. That's how I should explain the podcast now in the beginning. Two bartender <laughs> servers getting drunk and talking about Spider-Man.
1: And just relating.
0: Basically, <laughs> just so relatable. I mean, yeah, like we talk about nerd shit, but we are like so relatable. Yeah.
1: So relatable.
0: <laughs> um, well, even though you didn't ask me, I'll, I'll tell how you how my we was. It was an awkward pause.
1: I didn't know if we were going to go on that or just do a random. That was a good segue. Ilsa, how was your week of gloom in Chicago? Thank
0: you so much for asking me. Um, now I have to think because I actually didn't have an answer ready to go. I,
1: I never do. Um, I just, <laughs> word vomit.
0: Yeah. This past Sunday was an exciting day because I did the Hunger Games. uh show. At Holy shit. Yeah. How did that go? So fun. I was like, I actually know a lot, a uh, shit ton about this fandom. Yeah.
1: There's so much funny shit. You yeah.
0: could just talk about. It was my favorite scene that I did. And it was probably, I don't know if anyone else thought it was funny, but I was cracking myself up. I just went into the back and like hid behind like these like poles, like yeah. back behind the stage. Yeah. Like, but I could, you could still see me. Right. And I was just being rude. Like, uh-huh. staring at people. <laughs> and I was just like, psst, hi, I'm watching you. Right. She's so if creepy. If you know, you know. Yeah, in the first movie, she's like, what? Like, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, I was about to say. Jennifer, Katniss um, Lawrence, Everdeen. Yeah. yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. What a name. Katniss Everdeen <laughs> is like, whoa, what are you doing? She's like, I've been watching you. He's <laughs> like, okay, yeah. that's fine, I guess.
1: Dude, that, that part of the book was so tragic. Spoiler alert, Beru dies, and it's, like, really sad because she's, like, eight years old.
0: I mean, it starts the whole fucking revolution, though. Yeah, I mean, it starts... True. Her death is actually, I think, what started it. It didn't Definitely. have to be, like, Katniss. I think that we it could wasn't... have just... I think Thresh could have won the games, and then, like, everything would have still turned out good. Yeah. Maybe Primrose would still be alive. You know, again, this would be dead, I guess, because Thresher would. Win. Fuck, that was
1: so. Um, sticking to our gossip, really beginning roots, I um watched a video today where Jennifer Lawrence apparently sent in a blind item, three pages, about her experience on the Hunger Games. Okay, and I just watched it last night, and it's so funny that this was this week because it's like going live everywhere now because Miley Cyrus came out with that song Flowers, yeah, where she like apparently pretended she could have been pretending to be Jennifer Lawrence in one of the parts of the music video because she's like wearing something similar she wore on the red carpet for the Hunger Games when she's photographed next to her ex Liam Hemsworth and so she like made this revenge video. So she made this revenge video, yeah, where she goes, she recorded the whole thing in the house where he cheated on her with 14 other women. What?
0: He cheated on her with 14 other fucking women? Didn't know that.
1: Didn't know that. I'm like... 14? 14. I don't know who's counting, but like, it was a lot. This is like while they were married or like before or whatever. It was like towards the end of their relationship, I think... But um the
0: first time or the second time? I think it was the I
1: think it was like
0: confusing. I know.
1: Maybe it's like overtime because it is quite a few. That's too Um,
0: many. Fourteen is too many. It
1: doesn't seem like his brother would do that, you know? So it's very weird to me that energy. Like, are they are they like blood related? Because it doesn't feel like it.
0: Yeah. Um I feel like Chris Hemsworth is too into being a dad.
1: Oh, he's the best, hottest dad on this fucking planet. I know. He's just he is Thor too. He's just a big Big teddy bear.
0: He just likes to work out and play with his kids.
1: Just stay on the beach in Australia. Yeah. What a fucking life. Um, But yeah, and then she like released it on his birthday. And it was just really funny. And like apparently like the whole thing was is that he cheated on her with Jennifer Lawrence, a.k.a. Katniss Everdeen. And she wrote this blind item where she was just talking about the Hunger Games and how basically Josh Hutcherson is gay. And he was supposed to, like, obviously be with her, and he was, like, with his boyfriend the whole time, which was another co star. I think Sam Claflin was his name.
0: Yes. Yes. So
1: he was, like, doing that. That Alice Finnick
0: O'Dare. Yes. They were dating?
1: They, they, yeah, apparently.
0: Wow. They had a thing. Um,
1: Interesting. Yeah. Everybody was, like, hooking up on the thing. Like, everybody was, like, with somebody, including Liam Hemsworth, and he would, like, cheat on Miley Cyrus, and Miley Cyrus would come, and, like, everybody on the cast just pretended, like, nothing happened. Like, everybody would just have this, like, secret code, like, rule where you wouldn't, like, rat the other person out. And the only person. Shade. and this Jennifer crazy. Lawrence? She submitted it herself. Damn. And it was, like, obvious it was her perspective. Like, she yeah. didn't say everybody's name, but it was like, okay, this is very easy. You know? Like, when you're yeah. saying, um, like, specific lead actor who has a very famous girlfriend. Obviously, it's Liam Hemsworth. Like, yeah. there's nobody else. But, um, and then the only guy that was well-behaved was Stanley Tucci.
0: Good for him.
1: And he was, like, about to get married. And I was just like, oh, Stanley Tucci's, like, one of the best people on this planet. Like, yeah. it just gives the best energy. Um. So, yeah, Hunger Games. Fuck. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. It's crazy to think about. It's just like, oh, and then there was, I forget the guy's name, but there was a guy who was um, praying on, like, Woody Harrelson was creepy. Yeah. He was, like, a nympho. He was just fucking everybody that moved. Ew. Um, and he was, like, for both men and women. And he was married, too, and then there was another guy, I forget his name, but he was hitting, he thought Primrose, who was, like, 12 at the time of recording, was, like, 20 and was hitting on her. Ew! Yeah. Crazy shit.
0: I'm so disturbed. The gossip. The tea. Oh, my God. Well, Mm. we have a gossip-heavy episode today because we have a lot to talk about. Yes. Basically, today, which the date is January 19th, as we are recording (laughs) <laughs> it has been announced that Alec Baldwin was charged with involuntary manslaughter. He shot a guy on Girl. The director. director. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's on the set of Rust. And they killed, yeah, the film cinematographer, Helena Hutchins. People are, like, kind of, like, upset about this. Like, it's become, like, a political issue now. Because, like, a lot of, like, Republicans are on Twitter being like, yeah, fuck Alec Baldwin because Alec Baldwin has spoken out against, like, Trump before and they're like saying like yeah fuck yeah he's getting in trouble for it and a lot of people are saying like they're comparing it to like kyle rittenhouse and how he purposefully killed three fucking people and didn't get yeah. put in jail and then this guy is getting fucking criminal charges and it would be technically like the armor's fault on set like the person who was supposed to be in charge of the the armory that they're using so it's very like confusing.
1: Yeah. That's um that was wild when that news broke. It was so fucking sad and, and tragic. And while, you know, like I don't really have any opinions on Alec Baldwin, that really just sucked. Because if you're like an actor in that position, you're you're not like you do trust everybody around you. Like that's just a given, right? Like you trust the person handing you your weapons, your armor, whatever the fuck you have to use. And like it's that sucks. I think I don't really think he's the sole, you know, person that should be charged for it. I think there should be multiple people charged in it, you know, for just negligence. Yes, the armor
0: armor is being charged as well. But it's just like, I don't understand how it's like Alec Baldwin's fault. Yeah,
1: I don't think it really is. He just kind of was in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know? Like, he was just doing his job, technically, right? Yeah. That's fucked, though. I can't believe people are turning it political. Like, of course they are. America is like so dumb. Yeah. Like the last thing you should be doing. But I mean, if I see something on Twitter, it's gonna be so fucking political. Annoyingly so. Yeah. But. It's is is he gonna have to go to jail? Probably. Um, probably
0: he might be able to get out of it, community yeah. service or something. I don't know. Lawyers, That's rich crazy. people, white people. Yeah, just pay. A they big get sum. away with shit. Yeah. So you know, you never know. But he is being charged with something, and. Yeah, kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Really sad nice. situation.
1: That does kind of suck. He has a lot of kids, too. A lot of kids. Like, they probably have seven nannies, like one for each kid, but it's like...
0: Oh, my God. Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, uh, fucking one. Fake Spanish person. Fucking weirdo. Anyway. <laughs> so
1: bizarre. Like, and then trying weirdo. to keep the accent is even weirder to me.
0: A lot of people in Hollywood
1: are insane. It's... It it is. It's so true. It's like they're always fucking acting, no matter where they are. Yeah, know? they're not
0: normal. Like they've all fucking lost their minds. I wonder why. <laughs> I think
1: Hayley Bieber is one of those people, okay? Because like yeah, she calls absolutely. the paparazzi on herself, and like, I also well, she wouldn't
0: be anything if the paparazzi she and fucking.
1: She started like a YouTube channel, yeah, and like she like rec- interviews people in her bathroom, She's- and I'm like. It's basically just, like, hello, pores. Like, that's how it begins. Because she's recording it in her bathroom (laughs) of all places. There's, like, a bath. It's just, it's weird. And it's just, like, she's so boring and bland. I think she's beautiful. I think she should just stay in her lane of modeling, you know. Like, she's never going to be cool, you know. It's like when they try to make Kendall Jenner. Oh, I
0: hate Kendall Jenner so much. Uh, Next up is Bullseye and Silver Samurai. They are set to appear in the first season of Echo. So that is really exciting. Um I mean they're both uh big comic book heroes that have uh teamed up with Echo in the past as well as like Daredevil. Like Bullseye is like Daredevil's like number one arch nemesis type of thing. So Oh yeah, Bullseye. Yeah.
1: yeah. Hell yeah. He was in the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Yes. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool that they're like staying to like the really popular ones or like the you know the ones they like people kind of are familiar with yeah I don't really know a lot about the other guy the silver
0: silver samurai
1: I want to say silver surfer so bad (laughs) like really had to try not to say that yeah he's a mutant
0: okay okay he's a mutant and he works with like mystique he's recruited in the hellfire club he's um in the brotherhood of mutants he's teamed up with magneto So he's just like a Mm -hmm. big mutant uh, bad guy, bad guy supervillain. So he'll be in Echo, and that'll be exciting because more and more mutants showing up everywhere. So we got him. Now we we can use him.
1: (laughs) Finally. You know, it's about time. Echo did just get um, delayed, though, with Covenant of Chaos, which is kind of a bummer. Um, yeah but
0: not as far out it's 2024 instead of 2025
1: thank god I I think they're just doing something with the movies now or like maybe incorporating something you know I think they just want to get Daredevil out there as soon as possible but um yeah that'll be interesting because you know Daredevil was romantically involved with Echo if we do have she Hulk coming to New York that'll be like a little love triangle or like what'll go on with them you know but yeah Echo was really dope I liked her um and Hawkeye was sick I wonder if they are going to
0: date Echo and Daredevil. I I can't really see. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I mean, we know what happens in the comics, but I guess it depends. I mean, Matt Murdock gets with so many bitches, though.
1: Understandable.
0: Yeah. And, like, (laughs) so many bitches, like, sweeping the floor with them. It's crazy.
1: Like, this may sound horribly wrong, but if I was um, visually impaired, my hero and role model would be, like, Matt Murdock. He's just the sickest, you know? But because you're not, he's not. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not really. Well, no. I mean, he's not like my hero. I would probably pick somebody else, but he's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know where you're going with that. I don't that. either. I'm sorry. I'm a little strong. <laughs> he's definitely Ron's You're hero. saying
0: if you didn't, no. It's, no, he's not. You don't even listen to the Daredevil podcast, do you?
1: <laughs> I said
0: it's Rods. Yeah, it's definitely not. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, he doesn't. He. I'm um, so sorry. His friend is like a big Daredevil fan and like the number one fan. And then Rod is like just a fan of comic books and knows about Daredevil. And then the third guy on the show doesn't know anything about comic books.
1: Oh, so three perspectives.
0: Yeah, three perspectives. Yeah. Nice. It's cool. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Pod shout out. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Little promo.
0: Um, so, in other nerd news, people are saying that Aaron Taylor Johnson cheated on his wife with Joey King, which is his co-star from Bullet Train. You might know Joey King from, what, it was, like, The Kissing Booth as yeah, well. She's in the she, Kissing Booth movie. She
1: was in that, um, show on Hulu where I remember her from where she played Gypsy Rose, And it's that story of how her mom pretended she was sick her whole life. Yeah. And did all these make-a-wish things and, like, all these, like, funds and was just, like, lying to everybody and making her sick. Yeah. Insane. That's what I remember her from. And she's, like, fucking, she kills it, but she was really weird in that.
0: What is it? Munchausen by proxy or something? Mm
1: -hmm. Yep. That's it.
0: (laughs) I listen to too many murder podcasts. (laughs) I listen to too much murder stuff. So that's how I know, like.
1: Dumb shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she ended up killing her mother. Yeah. With her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Good for her. I, I would be so pissed, too. I'd be like, literally, yeah. you've had me, like, be a fucking grape my whole life. Like,
0: yeah, that's
1: <laughs> painful.
0: Fucking self-defense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, you should just, like, get out of that situation. Yeah. But if there was no other way than to kill her, then that's a different story. But. Right. But
1: that's Joey King, you guys. And that's who Aaron Taylor Johnson cheated on his uh, geriatric wife with.
0: Yep. Um, Good luck, Gypsy Rose. May you see Alec Baldwin in prison.
1: Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, you guys will be best buds. Um, But yeah, no, I... You know what? It's just... Aaron Taylor Johnson's story is pretty fucking sad. Like, the way he, like, ended up with her at, like, 18, has kids with her. Like, it was totally a grooming situation. Like... It's just really, it's just crazy, and everybody's, yeah. like, finally realizing it. I feel like we talked about this a while ago before.
0: I don't think, I think people have been talking about it since they got together.
1: Right. Yeah, it's just, like, now that he's, like, getting popular again, and, like, in the media, it's, like, holy shit, that's a yeah. thing we forgot. And it is a fucking thing, because it's weird, so.
0: It is weird. She was 42 when he was 18. That is in Like, what?
1: Yeah. That's, like, my parents' age gap with me. Like, that's so weird. It's, like,
0: what the fuck? Yeah, like, that could be her son type shit. I and think it also, was. She like, probably treated him like that. I mean, I get it. Like, people, some people have, like, long, big gaps in their, like, relationship status. Yeah. But, like, he's 18. It's, like, a child. That's, yeah, that's a child. No way. So... It's kind of fucked. I mean, if you're gonna groom anyone, groom Aaron Taylor Johnson. Like, I totally get it, but
1: she is a talent scout. <laughs> she is a talent
0: scout for sure, and she like fought for him to be in that movie or whatever. Yeah,
1: she was like the director, and so the weird thing is again there's some
0: like grooming things going there's on a because lot of shit, yeah. this is like. No, Like, don't worry, darling type yes. shit. Like, Olivia Wilde, the grooming, Harry that's, Styles. That's probably why Harry Styles Older was like, shit,
1: I got to get the fuck out of this before I become the next Aaron Taylor Johnson. But actually, it's working in his favor. People want him to be, like, happy. But I did hear a thing, since it's been so popular, there's been so many TikToks coming up in my feed about him. And they everybody thinks it was happening when he was underage, when he was 17. Because as oh. soon as he turned 18, like, very close to his birthday, he proposed to her. And they said they never, like, kissed or did anything before they got, like, engaged. And it was just, like, the timing was, like, really quick. I think it was, like, right after his birthday when he became legal or, like, three months after. But they claimed nothing ever happened when he was 17. But that's, like, clearly, obviously a lie.
0: Okay, that was, like, the whole Kylie Tyga thing. Because they claimed nothing happened when she was underage. And then as soon as she was, like, of, of age, he was, like, yeah, I fucked her when she was, like, a child. <laughs>
1: It and it's like, gross. Yeah. It's, it's quite like, honestly not something to brag about.
0: Quite honestly, no. Okay, um no. But it's interesting because like I don't know if it's true. Like yeah. how are we ever supposed to know? Um people are saying like it's weird that it's like with Joey King, but I mean he he could get with like anybody.
1: He's like 30 now, right? 32. So how old is Joey King's pretty young, right? Um,
0: she's probably more like <laughs>
1: She's 23. She's 23. 23. That's a pretty big age gap as yeah. well. It's just, it's obviously not as bad as him and his grandma wife, but like.
0: Yeah, because they're like 20 some years apart,
1: I would right. imagine. forty two eighteen. 18. I don't know math. I can't imagine myself dating as a 30 year old, dating a 23 year old. That's fucking stupid
0: yeah it's
1: not you're in two very different places yeah their brains
0: aren't done yet but if they're just sleeping together it feels like whatever right
1: and um, get on both get on both of them honestly get on joey king yeah pop up an opportunity when you can get it because that movie was filled with hot men so you really had to make decisions here because yeah well, obviously not brad pitt's hot but he's such a piece of shit um but like bad bunny too are yeah. you fucking kidding me like know nowhere to go
0: And you sat on Taylor Johnson's face, and that's fine, I assume. Um, but Aaron's, like, his Instagram is still filled with, like, happy pictures of him and his wife. Yeah. So, are they working through it? Is it true? Like, I don't even fucking know. I think
1: they're getting a divorce. I also heard that rumor. Gotta be sound like a gossip
0: podcast. So, we'll see. Um...
1: Yeah, no. Kick-ass
0: Aaron Taylor Johnson. I was going to say, and I And our future yeah. uh, Kraven the Hunter.
1: Yeah, like, he's already in the MCU. Like, his life is about to blow the fuck up. Like, it already is, but, like, it's it's not even reached its, like, peak point yet. He totally has to get rid of her. He can't stay with her. It's not good yeah. for his PR image. And, like, clearly if he's, like, signed with the MCU, he's got, like, the best PR people. And they're going to be like, no, like, literally, example A, B, and C, Olivia, Olivia and Harry Styles. Like... He had to get rid of her, you know? Maybe. I don't really know how all that shit works. So strange. Well, everybody hates her already, so Everybody who
0: gets, like, super famous, like, ends up, like,
1: divorcing their first, like, spouse. Because you're, like, way better um, in the public eye because you're more obtainable. Because you're single. You're not, like, with anybody. It's like with anybody who has, like, a fucking boyfriend on, like, you know, and they're trying to, like, you know, do anything social media. Everyone's like, oh, well, you know, she, you know, not obtainable.
0: But I don't know. <laughs> I are, don't get it. People
1: are crazy, though. Know? Like, that's, like, such a psychological thing. Like, that's totally, and I've read about this, it's, like, insane, the analytical comparison between, like, an influencer who is single and just out there bet- or like a person who has like a significant other and is posting them and stuff. It's like totally two different paths.
0: Yeah, but I don't understand like the difference. It's just like they're one's more popular than the other.
1: Yeah, the one that's single because the people that are viewing their social medias, how insane they are, they think they have a chance.
0: Yeah, but then there's people that, like, really just focus on, like, family stuff. Yeah, which... Or, like, building stuff.
1: Right, you gotta, or, like, choose your lane, you know, and, like, yeah. stay in that one and, like, choose it. But I think Harry and, like, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, like, obviously new MCU bros, like, you know, Harry's been doing it forever, but, like...
0: Yeah, Harry's been, like, single forever. Yeah. Like, we learn about, like, who he's dating, and it's after, like, oh, yeah. my God, wow. Yeah, it was, like, after they mm-hmm. broke up, usually. Um, another other nerd news. In my journey to sway Kyra to stop watching this <laughs> yeah. white-ass fucking show... Succession star Brian Cox believes that Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling is being treated unfairly online over her controversial controversial, excuse me, views on trans people. He said that I think she's entitled to her opinion and she's entitled to say what she feels. So
1: that sucks. <laughs> I do not agree with him. Um, I will say, though, in succession, he is a complete fucking asshole. So it's kind of, um, okay with me on that part. But you know what? I always thought he was such a cool dude. and This does not make him a cool dude anymore. So. I mean, he's
0: old white
1: man. Yeah, like, what would we expect? You know, like, obviously, <laughs> that's what he's gonna think, you know? But that's gross. Fuck J.K. Rowling. And honestly, Brian Cox, I guess you're on that list too now.
0: Also, so. why would you say anything? Like, again, Right.
1: Literally. Why do you have an
0: opinion on this? Why? And if someone asked your opinion, why would you say anything?
1: It's like, it's literally with anybody who says an opinion on anything, especially if like they aren't related to the topic or think they can just talk about it and like explain it from their stupid little closed off minds. But
0: sounds like what we're doing right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Biased nerds. (laughs)
0: Um, (laughs) but
1: I I think we call it pretty fairly and we call people out that should be but yeah that sucks like just what's that fucking thing we learned when we were like kids like if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say anything at all like if everybody just followed that simple rule there probably wouldn't be any fucking wars you know like it would be literally fucking no shit talking all the time Yeah, just
0: be chill it would just be chill.
1: Unreal. But yeah, fuck that guy. Succession is still a great show, though, and I will definitely be watching. He's really old anyway, you know? We don't have to deal with him that much longer.
0: He'll be dead soon.
1: One bout of COVID, and that's a wrap, you know? Yeah. Trans person later <laughs> One encounter with a trans person, and that man's
0: going to have a heart attack. <laughs> that'll do. And in other nerd news, James Gunn has indicated that he'll probably work with Chris Pratt again. At DC Studios. Oh. oh! Dun, dun, dun. So, <laughs> he's moving over to DC. And it totally makes sense because, like... Guardians is... Guardians is done, like, right. third... Probably third and done. I'm sure they'll keep some characters. Uh, but we know that Dave is leaving. Mm. And we know that Dave Batista's already said that he would make the perfect Bane, which he would. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's just a fan casting, and they haven't casted him and everything, but he's just like, uh, but Dave himself basically said, like, yeah, I would bring that Batman villain to life.
1: In the Robert Pattinson one, I know they might not do that just because they did it with Dark Knight already, Yeah, but I think I have to see Dave Bautista as Bane now. There's no other option. They have to do it. I don't
0: understand why they wouldn't pick him for Bane. Like, it makes total sense. That's probably why he left the Marvel Universe is just right. to play Bane. Yeah. I would
1: imagine. But I think we're figuring it out now. I think we literally yeah. just cracked the fucking egg because um, James Gunn obviously knew he was going to go to DC. Yeah. Probably when they were filming Guardians or before. You know, he was yeah. Because he did Suicide
0: Squad up. a couple years ago. Yeah, and
1: he did so good. And there's no way he did Peacemaker and like that shit. You know, there's no way that they're not like we need him. He's like yeah. Their ratings went up so high. So honestly. Maybe he just pulled a fast one on Marvel. I exactly. think he might have good for him too cuz he still uh, can like do things with Marvel too. So it's like what a genius. Quite honestly, he played the game very well. Yeah, so. he
0: likes to work with, like, the same actors because he, like, moves them back and forth. Yeah. Like, Sean Gunn and Michael Rooker were right. from Guardians and then went to Suicide Squad 2 with him. And then yeah. even Mantis was in Suicide Squad 2. Yeah,
1: oh, he loves her. He puts her in anything he can. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like him overall. I know there's been some controversial things, he's, decisions he's made with, like, recasting a lot of people. Um, but I trust in the process from what he's given us so far. Um
0: He's probably a douchebag. I don't fucking know. Every single like day, we find out that. Someone we love fucking sucks. I know. <laughs> it's
1: just like the only one that's like winning right now is Dave Bautista. So true. And um, Wong. Let
0: him keep winning. Let yeah. them keep. Let them run the winning. fucking country.
1: Quite honestly, Dave Bautista should be president or Wong. Like they should be VP. President or... and
0: vice president. <laughs>
1: <Can> you imagine? <laughs> um, but also, Chris Pratt has definitely like not been loved by many recently. He's just... in his villain era. Yeah. So I was thinking,
0: like, yeah, take him over to DC, cast him as a villain.
1: Ooh, I ooh. God. I'd really think about that Probably one. Probably like a
0: funny weird villain.
1: Yeah, he's that's exactly what he Because He's so like yeah. good
0: at like the comic. Yeah. Like his delivery is so comedic. Yeah. So I think that he would definitely be a good, like, funny villain. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if it well, so for the way like James Gunn does his movies, it's not as broody as the way other people have done the movies, like Zack Snyder and stuff.
1: Right. So, yeah, it's a little bit more. Probably be comedic. a little lighter. Yeah, he should go back to his Parks and Rec roots and mm. give us that guy because I miss that guy. He was great as Peter Quill, though. I really did enjoy him. I think he was the perfect casting for it. So Yeah. Good on you, James Gunn. Good He's on just, you, James Gunn. Dude is taking over. He's coming in hot to take over Marvel's top one spot, which is never going to happen. But you can try and we'll watch it.
0: We will watch, that's for sure. We'll be tuning in. Fortunately, you can do whatever you want to us. It's We're still going to be a fucking
1: fan. Another reason to stay alive, I Give guess. Us more
0: shit. We love it. Um, but let's go ahead and do what we do best, which is recap our favorite TV shows. So right mm-hmm. now, Kyra and I are watching Bad Batch and The Last of Us, but I think we should start with the Bad Batch, yeah. obviously.
1: Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Those quick little episodes they do every week.
0: Um, yeah, so this was Bad Batch episode four, titled Faster
1: um yeah
0: did you know (laughs) my big takeaway was tech is hot and I'd done been knowing I thought of you like like,
1: (laughs) I was like shit he's stepping up and this is what Ilsa (laughs) has been wanting her whole life yeah to watch tech succeed which I guess he never loses because he's a fucking genius yeah but um you know it was cool to see him like just you know like he can handle shit and like you know nobody would ever think the you know but he could, out of all of them, because he's not the strongest, he's not the quickest, he's not the fastest, but he is the smartest. He's
0: the smartest. And that's and at clearly, the end of the day. he has some midichlorians, because they said, like, when you're pod racing, like, you could only do, that's why they use droids, because, like, it's so fucking dangerous. Yeah. But if you have, like, Jedi tendencies, like, you can steer one. Like so, like, how yeah, the fuck did tech, did tech do this shit? Oh, he is
1: something more than did, we know. Did Nala? What the fuck is her name? La La Nala say. Think, Nala say. Or, did Nala say like fuck around? Now we're she, finding out. She's finding
0: out. <laughs> we're all finding out. It wasn't just
1: Omega. Um, no, I think it's. I think it's really interesting in this one too because we do the Bad Batch is still split up, and Hunter isn't with Omega, and we know that Hunter is like very like careful with her and like is probably freaking out.
0: No, we
1: didn't at all. So yeah. I wonder what they're up to. It was good that she was with Wrecker, because Wrecker's never gonna let anything happen to her, let alone anyone. I love him so much. Um but yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it because it was giving Tatooine vibes. It was giving episode one the little Annie and the pod racer, which was like yeah. a lot of fun. Um Sid seems like she could be sketchy now though because they get that little warning at the end like, don't trust Sid, she will turn your back on you. Yeah, and
0: a lot of people were saying that this episode is filler. I think it was as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. But what we did get was that little saying, like, yeah. don't trust Sid. So whatever, that's going to carry us through this season, I'm pretty sure. So Sid is going to do something bad or already did something bad or like fucked up somehow. Right. So that was, yeah. So that was our big takeaway from that episode. um What I really like liked about this was just like the uh voice casting as well like uh immediately Teo, the droid racer <gasps> fucking Ben Schwartz I was like is that, oh, is that, is that John Ralphio I was like wait <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's John Ralphio yes rutabaga Rabidowitz from Bojack Horseman he and he's is, like yeah. yeah oh my god Ben Schwartz Ben motherfucking Schwartz um, I was like, oh my God. I need to go
1: watch it again. Yeah. I know that.
0: And then, um, yeah. the, what was the bad guy's name? The one that told him not to, oh, uh, I forget. Let
1: me see. Malegi,
0: yeah. Um, he was played by Ernie Hudson, who's the Ghostbuster.
1: Damn!
0: Yeah, so I was like, Let's this, go. this voice sounds familiar too. So, all these, like. Good castings of voice actors. That was, like, really fun.
1: Everyone who gets a chance to be in a Star Wars thing is like, sign me up. Yeah, exactly. I will play whatever the fuck you want. And fuck right yeah. Through, so, um, that's really cool. I, do, I didn't know that. And that's, like, that's sick. That was great. I'm really stoked on John Ralphio, right? I haven't thought about that character in so long. Yeah, but um, Teo was cool. I really I liked his story. He was like a little smartass, but it was giving like he was so
0: annoying. But he was like, yeah. but I love Ben Schwartz so much that I was like, I love this. I was, like
1: I can listen to this for a long time. Please don't let him die. I don't know, right. Um, but yeah, Malegi. Greeny Malegi. Um, he was giving. There's this character and um the the video game Fallen Order and um, the the main character in it his um, master kind of looked like the same type of creature yeah so I was like oh it looks a little familiar and we know they're gonna put that guy in something soon so that would be cool definitely but it was a good time I there's 16 episodes in this season so like obviously there's gonna be some filler not everything's gonna be like holy fuck episode seven Camino you know like right it's gonna we're gonna have to, it's just like any other show you know but don't act like you've never watched a fucking anime before. Right, or, or there's the, going to be fucking filler. Right, or the Book of Boba Fett. Good filler, but, you know, kind of filler.
0: It was kind of filler. But yeah. I did like how it showcased tech, of course. Yeah. And we learned not to trust Sid. And we got introduced to some fun characters. Like, I really liked Maleky. Is that his How do you say Maleki. it? Maleky. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked him. Even though Grinny. he was, like, technically, like, bad
1: yeah he seems like he could be like an antihero kind of like you know one of those guys that could make it. Yeah, he didn't help. really
0: seem that bad. I mean, he took her like into this like really nice like lounge lounge or area. Yeah. yeah, and was like, yeah, we're just gonna chill on this couch. Like, what were you gonna do with her anyway? Yeah. Why are you taking her hostage anyway? I, that
1: makes me wonder, like, what is his prerogative? Don't you just want money? Right, and then like his little flunky tries to like get their laser gun, like they were gonna go shoot him at the end, and he like throws it off. Yeah, and they like focus on that for like a part of the the, the show, and I'm just like huh like
0: yeah he was like interesting and because he was like voiced by a ghostbuster it makes me think that he's good
1: <laughs> i know and it's yeah he's like one of my he's the, one of the best ghostbusters he is like one of my favorites so mm-hmm. um he was in the new movies too but yeah shit is shit is crazy with the bad batch i hope we get to see the other three or the other yeah um in the next episode and i want to see what a uh, crosshair is up to again I want to see him on some. Yeah, of that was missions. a good episode. Yeah, I'm 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 really intrigued by his character, and I'm still hoping that he surprises all of us. You He's definitely gonna turn back. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's gonna be that other one, that fucking, that other really gross one that I don't like.
0: Why do they have to be bad though? Why does one have to be bad? I don't know. It's like every season, one of them gonna turn. So I don't next know. season is like wrecker, and then the season after that is hunter.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because they have like. It's, shit's going down everywhere, you know. Like, where is their path gonna lead off to? But yeah. I guess we'll just have to see.
0: <laughs> we shall see. The next episode comes out next Wednesday, so Ooh. very exciting. Um, but what Kyra and I have been fucking waiting for is The Last of Us, and we did a recap on our YouTube as well, so you can check that check that out on Relatable Nerds on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um. But we are gonna go ahead and recap it here as well in a different way, because I don't remember what the fuck I said. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Oh, God. Replaying it in my mind again, it's just like this show is so good. Like, what an amazing first episode beginning of any season. Um, It was a long one, too. It was an hour and 27 minutes, which we love. Um, I was a big fan. It didn't feel that long. It didn't feel that long. It was so quick. Um
0: felt extremely short actually cuz we were having
1: so much fun, you know. Want my flies. money back HBO Max. Right. Um yeah, no, it was amazing. It was so cool to see the comparisons to the game and how shot for shot a lot of them were the same as the video game, which was fucking amazing. Fangirling over all of those moments. I again, the casting in this series so far is spot on. It's phenomenal. It's great. Um, Joel's daughter Sarah, and this was probably gonna be one of my favorite characters of the whole season. Um, she killed it, and I didn't know she's Sandy Newton's daughter. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> she's just a nepo baby, but she's like great though.
0: Still, you know. That's who Nico Parker is. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, different
0: last name. Fucking, I hate yeah. nepo babies. That makes me mad. She's in Westworld. Oh opening. okay. She's uh,
1: gorgeous. She's beautiful, yeah. Which yeah, makes sense. I mean, Nico Parker's beautiful too. Yeah. Um yeah. So that was it was a good it was a good time. I yeah. really liked it. So basically,
0: um the show like kicked off in 1968 with um John Hanna on a talk show explaining how pandemics work and like why Fungi would be the worst um, pandemic to happen over a bacteria or virus. Right. And then if you throw in a little bit of climate change, then it's going to be, like, absolutely catastrophic, and we're not going to be able to, like, fix anything. Right. Um, and then that's kind of, like, it for that. That was, like, our little setting scene. It was really good. It got me into it right away. I was like, I believe this completely. Um, great acting. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, set was cool, set design was cool. Everything about this show was like beautiful like sets were designed well the clothing yeah. choices it like matched the game it was awesome
1: yeah it was those little things they definitely yeah. like, did good yeah that that scene with the scientist was a great way to start it because I didn't know I just assumed they were going to go right into like the gameplay like with, right. with Joel and his daughter that was cool because it's like not very far from home right now with the pandemic we've gone through the couple years like I'm sure there was a scientist before COVID happened or somebody saying the same yeah. shit and we were just like yeah yeah whatever whatever you know but this this show also said like climate change is real it's fucking yeah thank you believe (laughs) fucking science um trust in it but yeah no it doesn't seem too far off from now and I think that was probably the most terrifying part of the whole show was like holy shit yeah (laughs) and this this is like insane and like one of the theories in this um this past week I've like learned and never really thought about I guess I always thought it was something potentially like Um, Contaminated that they could have been eating, obviously, or like whatever. But basically, there's different parts of the episode that allude to the cordyceps um, fungus thing was found in crops. Ah. In flour and sugar. So while Tommy, Joel, while Joel and Sarah are waking up in the morning, it's his birthday. She's like, oh, I was going to make you pancakes, but there's no flour. Ah. She gives him orange juice. He drinks coffee without any sugar, just black. They're only eating eggs for breakfast. And like while or they're in that shell. yeah while they're in that kitchen you I completely forgot this part but on the radio there's a moment where they talk about Jakarta Indonesia and that's where the biggest flour mill is in the world wow and then yeah like later on in the episode when she told him to bring home a birthday cake he forgot it no flour like yeah no flour she, no sugar yes, she she goes over next door the lady's making cookies take home some cookies but she doesn't like them because there's raisins in them mm-hmm. no cookies like literally. It's wow. like infected crops that made everybody fucking crazy. Which is like, oh my god, duh! Like, what a
0: theory. It's so real, so insane. No one's gonna be okay. I mean, no. we're already getting affected by the
1: crops oh in the world right god. now. No, it's just like packs you can't, of fucking hormones. You can't. we so unwell. It's so. Cr- I I think my the most interesting thing is like when people travel to Europe and stuff. They always say, oh, they eat bread, pasta, everything, and they lose weight. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we do the same thing over here. We become morbidly really obese. obese. Like, yeah,
0: because it's packed with hormones, growth crazy. hormones. Yeah. So, like, we're growing at, like, it's, an insane rate. It's, ew. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> As I drink Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Yeah.
0: But, uh, anyway, uh, cut to, we're in Austin, Texas in 2003. We meet Joel, which is Pedro Pascal. Whew. It's his birthday. His daughter Sarah. Um, Nico Parker, like we just said, and his brother Tommy, who's Gabriel Luna. Um, and basically, yeah, like you said, the disturbance in Jakarta. And then we learn that Joel works in construction, basically. Um, and that's also, like, something to note, because he's, like, a very handy person. He's a tough
1: man. Tough he's guy. He's, gritty, just always got dirt on his hands. Pretty tough, Fucking strong. sexy. Yeah. From Texas, so he can probably use a gun. For uh. sure, use <laughs> yeah. a gun. And,
0: fucking, Tommy's truck had said that he, like, survived Desert Storm. So, it's, like, he's, like, a military guy, which makes sense later in the episode, because he's, like, trapped in, we're bumfuck Wyoming. Yeah. And makes it out.
1: We'll let you know what what happens. We'll let you know what happens.
0: Maybe mix it out. I don't know. Um, If you played the game, you already fucking know. Because, yeah, also, like,
1: this is all not news. Like, everybody knows the plot. Like, you can find it anywhere if you don't want to wait for the show. Go watch the gameplay because that's essentially what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. Obviously. We already know what happens, but we like watching it unfold. Yeah,
1: we're just, I'm good at just blocking out, you know. Yeah. I completely, for a second, was like, I knew Sarah was going to die. Spoiler alert, you guys don't listen. But, um, I was, like, still shocked. It was still sad It was still was so, so sad. Crying.
0: I was like, oh my god, but you know what? So I feel like, and I might be making this up like Mandela effect, but um, <laughs> in the game, doesn't Joel, like when when she gets shot, he's like, don't do this to me, don't do this to me? And he like says that. I started crying in the game. Yeah. Because like he said, like, don't so, do this to me. Like, yeah. How, how could you like, you can break my heart right right now like she can control
1: getting shot
0: (laughs) right like he's like you gotta fight this like this is gonna be this is fucked up for me right now yeah and um it's just he didn't say it in the show and I was like oh my god that's so sad because that was like the line that broke me
1: yeah
0: and I was like I wanted to hear it so bad so I remember being like kind of mad that he didn't say it yeah right (laughs) like Like, (gasps) I was like really sad and then I was like wait a minute
1: He didn't say
0: it. I was like, but he was fucking covered in blood,
1: which is crazy. Yeah, Um, I mean, it's It was a good, interesting, like, visual. The whole thing with him was a visual. It was a vision. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But it's
0: cool that, like, Joel, like you said, like, how he, like, forgot to pick up the cake and, like there's like a flower or whatever issue and so there's no like way that he can make pancakes you know he obviously like isn't like the best dad like not well I don't know if he's like if this has something to do with like being a good dad but like he's obviously not able to like keep up with like house tasks
1: yeah he's just a single father working a lot of hours and right. I'm sure many have experienced that like he still tries his best I think his heart is in it he really does love her but He's yeah. not, like, a Mr. Mom, you know. He's right,
0: just, exactly. And yeah. he doesn't really do much for himself. Like, he lets his watch go dead, and, like, so yeah. Sarah takes, like, the money from his drawer to, like, go get it fixed, and that's, like, yeah, you know. And it's almost helpful that Joel kind of, like,
1: is just it's a forgetful. Oops. Like, maybe I forgot the t-
0: cake. He's like. a
1: Latino, maybe. He does have, like, early onset dementia. Yeah. Um, I think he is kind, though, because he does let Tommy crash there, you know.
0: Oh, he's super kind. He's yeah. just, like, a forgetful, like can't-do-house-dass yeah. kind of guy. Like, he promised his daughter, like, I'm going to bring you a cake. For at the cake. Yeah. This works out for him
1: yeah, in the long run. It's kind of nuts, right? Like I just like that. those those that sequence of events is just random things. Like, thank yeah. God you're a dumbass sometimes
0: because, like... Because it shows us about his character, but then it also, like, gives us backstory about how they didn't get the infection. It's like so that, that one-in-a-million-chance, so yeah. So fucking weird. All those bakers are fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so basically he said that, like, Sarah, like, takes the money from his drawers like, buy him, like, a watch, and he goes to work. He's going to have to work a double. He's going to wor- have to work until 9, he promises. Um, he doesn't get home until 10. When they're about to... When he's about to take his daughter to school, they see, like, the neighbors, and he's like, oh, Sarah's going to come over afterwards. So we know that she's, like, a super good kid, and she's going to go over there later. So after school, she, you know gets the watch fixed um she's kind of like shooed out of the watch fixing place which is like ominous she goes to mrs adler's um the fucking old lady is twisting her head like the fucking exorcist oh almost God. like was so, so creepy she possessed
1: the dog is barking like
0: yeah it's fucking nuts and then she goes home not before picking up a dvd so that she could watch it with joel because um, it's his favorite. But she goes home, she wakes up in the middle of the night because the dog has come to her door. She tries to bring him back to her neighbors, but the dog like runs off. And now my number one concern is like where the fuck did this dog Where's go? Dog? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz
1: dogs can I think get infected too.
0: Yeah, that's horrible. So I was like really concerned about this dog cuz it was like beautiful. Oh, but anyway, so beautiful. like Sarah heads into the neighbor's place and she sees like a fucked up shit. The old ass lady is eating her neighbor Mrs. <clears throat> Adler mr adler is like bleeding out on the floor he's,
1: yeah he's watching him eat her and wife. his wife
0: she would have been next but out of nowhere tommy and joel come in Here joel come smashes the their neighbors the head yeah and like they're like all right we gotta go yeah. this shit's crazy blah 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 and then they head out they try to head out of town the car chase is cool, because it's, like, similar to the game. Was. It was. like, so, play the game, guys. So good. Um, but then they kind of, like, get split up, and they're, like, running around. Um, Tommy is on one side of the truck. Sarah and Joel are on the other side of the truck, because they have to stop. And Sarah and Joel are just, like, running. Sarah, because they got into an accident, so Sarah, like, hurt her ankle. Yeah. So Joel is, like, carrying Sarah. And they run into this, like, military guy. And he is getting orders to basically shoot everyone because they want to contain the infection. So, you know, he gets this order. And they're like, um, he's like, huh? What? Why? What? Can you repeat that? And they're like, yeah, fucking shoot Just them. kill everyone. Yeah. And so he fucking shoots them. Joel like makes a move and Sarah's the only one that gets shot Joel gets like grazed but lucky then now Tommy comes out of nowhere before it was Joel that popped out of nowhere now Tommy comes out of nowhere shoots the fucking military guy shotguns
1: that dude shotguns that guy splits him in half
0: as he should be um (laughs) and then Sarah fucking dies in Joel's arms uh, and it was fucking so sad it was
1: it was so sad that's such a sad part in the game too which it was cool because obviously it's a show so it's gonna be longer they can drag it out a little bit more but the game that happens in 10 minutes yeah it's so fucking fast like you actually get to play Ask Sarah for a little bit and it's just like it's insane how it starts because it was so screen shot for shot just like the game they really did it justice. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like that they, like, expanded more on it in the episode. But, yeah, here we are 20 years later. Why Pedro Pascal looked better at 56 and 36. Why he's oh, so fine. Damn. What happened? So crazy. Oof. He. You just kind of, like, we just, like, follow him around, like, his day-to-day. In he's, Boston, though, yeah. yeah. He doesn't have, like, a great situation going on. Um, the cordyceps fungus is going crazy, helped along by climate crisis, swept the planet. Everyone is dead. We're yeah. fucking zombified. Shit's crazy. He's locked in FEDRA, which is the Federal Disaster Response Agency. Um, Boston is the quarantine for survivors, but they kind of, like, rule them, mm-hmm. and they execute people who try to flee. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like you're under military control, so it's kind of fucked, and... Yeah what we see Joel doing is, like, not fun jobs, and the way they're living is not good. Like, it's really shitty. It's a shitty situation. I mean, I'd rather, like, not live than live in, like, what he's doing, basically. Yeah,
1: it's, like, filth. There's obviously no running water. There's no electric, you know. Like, people are communicating by radio. Like, there's no phones. Like, and it's been 20 fucking years, and they still, like, haven't done shit. Yeah, it's so horrible. It's still, it's still people, those... Runners that have now turned into clickers and bloaters and all these fucking fungus things out there—they're just still wreaking havoc everywhere. Um, but at least
0: if you, if you're in this quarantine zone, like you are kept safe by the fucking military. From I guess those that's people at least. yeah. I guess that's and why people
1: do it. You know, you don't really have a choice.
0: Yeah, but and it there's sucks. like slavers and rapers outside of like the quarantine. Yeah, but like these all the are gangs basically yeah. So like the world has just gone fucking shit. upside down. And yeah. It's not. Not getting help. So, like, people are just making it worse, yeah. as people like to do. Um, um, But there is a band of rebels that spring up, the Fireflies, and they want to overthrow Fedra and bring about, like, a nice new democracy. I don't know what they're fucking thinking with that. Like, yeah, good luck to them. Good luck. But inside the QZ, Joel is searching for his brother, Tommy, who is in Wyoming, as we said, and his girlfriend, Tess, who's played by Anna Torv. Um... She got taken by this, like, guy named Robert because, like, he bought a battery that she was trying to buy for a car so that they could go rescue Tommy in Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Robert has dudes, like, beat up Tess for some reason. It's very dumb. So fucked. Just helping us understand how fucked up this world is that they live in. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, we meet Marlene, Merle Dandridge, she is keeping a 14-year-old girl, Ellie, who's played by Bella Ramsey, locked up. We don't really know why she's, like, locked up in this room and why she's saying that her name is Veronica. <laughs> right. Um, but basically, we find out later. So Joel goes home. He medicates with, like, liquor and pills. Tess comes home. They wake up in the morning. He sees her face, and he's like, who do I got to kill? Right. And she's like, chill. We got to get this battery so they go figure out how to get the battery that's how they meet marlene but marlene has gotten into a little scuffle herself at this point so she needs joel and tess to smuggle ellie out of the qz right and she'll give them the battery the gear that they need and a lot more Mm -hmm. um so they're like hell yeah like let's fucking go we need to save tommy so, immediately after they leave, though, they encounter a Federal soldier who Joel had sold drugs to. Forgot to mention that. <laughs> he's, he's a drug dealer. He's a drug dealer. <laughs> dealer as well. That's why he's got all the pills and whiskey in his house. Love it. Um, love that for him. But he didn't know that, like, Joel's, like, not the guy to point a gun at. And...
1: Yeah. PTSD, man. And He's gonna fucking charge your ass. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's gonna tackle you.
0: Yeah, you dunzo. But basically, what they do is, like, they check for, like, the fever or whatever they're checking for. Yeah. And Tess and uh, Joel are green, and Ellie knows that hers is gonna be red. Right. So she stabs him, and then he, like, goes crazy on Ellie Meanwhile, it's, like, so insane, it's like, what intense. happens in this moment. It's yeah. a very intense, like, ending scene. Like, it happens so fucking fast. Right. Tess, like, grabs the fever counter, whatever the fuck you want to call that, and sees that it's red. Meanwhile, Joel sees a fucking Gun. military yeah. man going after a little girl, and he is triggered. So he just goes off on this fucking guy, beats Ooh. the shit out of him, beats Ugh. him to death. He a pulp, a Literally. literal like goo brains, <laughs> brain goop, yeah. and Tess is in the background like she's fucking infected. Get her fuck away. And then Ellie's like, no, 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 don't fucking kill me. Like, shows her the scar, and then all is done. They just like accept that immediately. It's right. so
1: weird. It it was very intense. Um,
0: I like how they just believed her. They're just like, oh okay,
1: right. I guess what other choice do they have? Because she just seemed pretty normal and like. Maybe they're piecing it together because they didn't know why Marlene
0: thought it was, she was so important. Right.
1: And like obviously Joel had this relationship with Marlene where he trusts her and he, they obviously want the equipment to go find Tommy so they're willing to do anything at this point but like why else would they be, why they're trying to figure out why they're bringing this girl over there anyway? And that was probably the last thing they could think of because it's been 20 years. Yeah, they have no, no idea QI. why the fuck. Right. So they're just like, oh shit, that kind of, that could be really plausible. You're like that this tracks. Is, <laughs> this is why everybody, like this is why Marlene is trying to keep it a secret because people would freak the fuck out, try to kill her. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I did like the last thing too where they like zoom out and you see like the city and how ravaged it is and how fucking crazy it looks, which is so like the game. Um, it was a great first episode. I am so stoked on the show. I can't wait for this week. I can't wait. It's going to be so good. We're going to get to see Bella Ramsey, um, Ellie and Joel's character just develop their relationship more. Um, I'm excited. We Daddy- have another
0: big part of the plot coming up. Yeah. Um, we might lose another character. Who knows? You know? I don't know what they're going to do. It moves quick in if the show. If you've seen, if you've watched the game or if you played the game, then yeah. you know. But who knows what they're going to do with the TV show. They could change some
1: stuff. I think I think we're pretty spot on for that character dying the next episode. Um, just because you don't really see them in a lot of the other shots and the trailers. But it's good because now they're going to get closer. Which is going to be the best thing to watch. That's why they turned this into a show, you guys. Because the characters are so compelling and you love them. And it's just like, how the hell is this a video game? Like, it's just so fucking good. Um, I'm stoked.
0: I'm so excited for this week. But, yeah, that's all we have for you guys today. Thank you so much for listening to the pod. Uh, Please make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast. Please, like, leave a review, like five stars. Please tell your friends about us. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also check out our YouTube channel, Relatable Nerds, and follow us on the Instagrams. The Twitters, the Twatters, hmm. relatable nerds. The two S's. Yes. <laughs> sometimes it's one S, sometimes it's two. It's up <laughs> to you to figure it out. That's your riddle. That's nice. But thank you guys again. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.